Hey, what's good, everybody? My name is Four. Uh, I'm your host, and welcome to the to the show. This is DDP, a show about creators and thinkers. Yeah. Um, so I I really wanna before I start the topic today, like I really wanna acknowledge it's my first time going live on on Instagram. Um, Shout out to everybody who's listening right now, my my good friends and my newly found friends, uh, just everybody who's listening right now on Instagram. Super thanks for the twenty one people who's watching me. I hope you guys don't cringe, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ramble a lot. All right. Um, so yeah, uh, welcome to the show, everybody uh, across Spotify, Apple Podcast, everywhere. Thanks for listening. All right. Um, so let's get right into the topic today. So the topic today is is I would I would I want to call it life in streetwear. Okay, um, I want to explain why. So I read this book um, a year ago. Is that last year? Yeah, that, that was 20, 2019. So a year ago, I read this book. It's called um, it's called This Is Not a T Shirt, and it's written by Bobby Hundreds from the Hundreds, right? So this whole episode is about is about that book. So it's gonna it's not gonna be a boring book review, but I'm gonna tell you right now it's a book review. A straightforward book review, but at the same time, my version of book review. Okay. So so you know, basically I, I can't explain how I'm gonna do my book review, but you know, just just play along with me. So yeah. So that's what uh that's the topic. Hold on. I'm gonna read the book uh so you guys can understand briefly. Hold on. All right, so this book is called This Is Not a T-Shirt, uh, A Brand, A Culture, A Community, A Life in Streetwear. It's written by Bobby Hundreds. So the show is will be all about the book. Uh, I want to just give a brief background on a brief background on the topic. So Bobby Hundreds, uh, he's a co-founder of the Hundreds. It, uh, for everybody who doesn't know who the who the Hundreds is, the Hundreds is a brand. Uh, Almost the same age as uh, I actually don't know. I'm, not, I, I'm actually not sure, but the brand is pretty old, like 16 years strong. So 16, uh, yeah, 16 years. Uh, you know, their influence are Stussy, Supreme, um, what else? Uh, a Life. Uh, it's an international brand, basically. Uh, so yeah. Um, so he wrote this book uh, for for people who wants to learn more about. Uh, about you know brand making or uh, brand making uh, culture uh, making just everything about making stuff for your passion uh, that's what it's all about the book um, that's why uh, he mentioned their life in streetwear uh, a life in streetwear is because uh, the book the whole book will be all about their journey their journey on well, uh, well how do you call it their journey on like be, becoming the hundreds, you know, you know what I mean. So yeah, all right. So let's get right to it again. Uh, so yeah, that's the background. He's uh, Bobby Hundreds is a brand owner of the Hundreds, and the Hundreds is founded by two people. That's Ben Hundreds and the uh, and Bobby Hundreds. But uh, they're not brothers. They just call themselves the Hundreds. Uh, Bobby Hundreds and Ben Hundreds because they're cool like that. I don't know why. Um. So. So the the flow of the pod the flow of the show will be I'm gonna read I'm gonna read a quote from the book and basically I'm gonna react to that quote okay all right um so that's my friend uh 
His name is Bong. Uh, everybody call, calls him Bong. He's one of my good friends. He's also a supporter of um, of the hundreds, of Bobby hundreds. And also, he just finished the book. So, like, you know, that's the the whole relevance of why he's here. Just this morning. Just this morning? Like, I, 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 I forced him to finish the book. I told him, bro, uh, how, how fast can you finish the book? I, I want to invite you, right? Oh, um... Hold on. Raya is asking, what's the title of the book again? The title is This Is Not a T-Shirt. Uh, that's, that's the title of the book. Um, a life, sorry. A brand, a culture, a community, a life in streetwear. It's, it's written by Bobby Hundreds. Yeah, so that's the title of the book. This Is Not a T-Shirt. You can buy it on Amazon and I don't know where else, but yeah. Let's get right to it. Um, oh, Power Books? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so that's Bong. Uh, he's one of my friends. He's a supporter of street culture. You know, he's 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 been a supporter ever since. I don't know. Uh, oh, would you want to? Uh, can you please uh, introduce yourself? Who you are? Uh, if you want to introduce what you do, you, you know, just just tell everybody that. What do I do? Um, I'm a fan of street rare. Um, ten years. What ten years now? So, what what year did you start? Uh, free games. Oh, I haven't I haven't introduced my uh, free natives yet, but um, I started in uh, free natives. Uh, for everybody who doesn't know, free natives is uh, is my used to be uh, brand. Uh, I started back in 2015. Uh, that's a quite a while now. So yeah, I started back in 2015, and I re I I stopped. Well, not stop. Like I just rested uh, this year. So yeah, yeah. So basically, that's Bong. Uh, he's a much more supporter of street culture than me. I to be so, to be honest. All right, let, uh, let's get right into it. Okay, so the first quote is: "I used to feel like it was really special, but now it's sold everywhere, and everybody in my school is wearing it. And it's not just your brand; it's streetwear in general. All those bandwagoners don't even get that what it's about, and it pisses me off. It was my thing. Um, so Bobby wrote this on the book." Where uh, Derek from Ohio, a random, a random, uh, a random odd uh, supporter of the hundreds, just tweeted Bobby back then years ago. Tweeted Bobby that he's he's pissed off with what's happening with the hundreds because like the hundreds is becoming like a you know in 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 Filipino masa. You know that was that was the the main problem of the solid supporters of the hundreds so like they're they're all angry at him uh being 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 a mass production or a or a mass how, how do you how do you uh kahit in tagalog commercial yeah, commercial. yeah. they're becoming mainstream, commercial mainstream market mainstream thanks bong yeah yes i told you i told you i need bong here um <laughs> so yeah they're becoming mainstream i i forgot i can't really I can't really uh, tell you guys the exact year that was, but that was the time that the hundreds was becoming a mainstream brand. All right, so that was a problem. So that's what he said. Bong, uh, ano masabi mo dun sa sa quote? For uh, like us, um, uh, as you follow a brand, like uh, you like it, uh, you you like the brand because hindi siya kilala. So, meron kang feeling of exclusivity. So, cool ka. Yeah. So, you're part of a small community. So, you, the people, which are your consumers, um, 
Siyempre, they have attachment to the brand. So, mas gusto nila yung brand na parang uh, kung interested ka sa brand na to, parang lahat ng, ng friends mo na may gusto sa brand na to, may, 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 meron kayong common meron kayong common denominator sa lahat. So, pag lahat ng ta- gusto mo ba na pag meron kang shirt na suot, lahat ng friends mo may suot din or kahit hindi mo kailala may suot, so hindi na siya cool, bro. Right, right. So, yun yung shifting from exclusivity to mainstream. Na, yeah. na lahat yep. So that's what Derek hated. Um, I wanted to start. I wanted to start uh, the the show with this quote because uh, it's like a common thing now uh, for our for our mindsets. Uh, it's like a, a source of I don't know, not source. It's like a uh, the acknowledgement of yourself that okay, I found this brand. You know, I found this brand and. And I'm the I'm the like the OG supporter of this, and people get mad. People get mad all the time. There are brands uh, who are known here in the Philippines who, you know, who have that kind of mindset as well. Uh, so yeah, so I yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Okay, next quote. Uh, so this one is one of my favorite stories of from the book. Uh, ben says one of the co-founders of the hundreds. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, so you guys can uh, have like a like a brief background on, on who they are uh, in the company. So Bobby Hundreds is the creative, right? Bong, right? Yep. Bobby Hundreds is the. He creative. actually founded the brand. He founded the brand. That was parang co-founder lang si Ben. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, that's it. So yeah, uh, Ben uh, Bobby Hundreds is like the. The soul, the soul of brand of of the hundred. So he founded the name. He made the logos and everything like that, and uh, and what it believes in. Uh, and then Bobby, and then Ben Hundreds is is the business guy. He's the one who makes sure that the wheels are turning on their bus. So that's the, that's his role. All right. Okay. So 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 Ben says, and I quote: He says, "We're about to en- enter a new phase." And I need you to be on board with this next step. Uh, I'm, go- I'm go- just going to continue the quote. Uh, ben wa- uh, Bobby says, Ben had warned me, we're going to reach a crossroad. We don't, need to- we don't have to open up a distribution to the mall, but we have to move more volume somehow. I'm going to stop right there. What uh, did you say, Bong? A brand is a brand. Kumbaga, if you're starting, you love your brand. Tapos, meron kang, uh, what do you call this? Uh, mas gusto mo minsan na parang uh, may, community, may community ka lang. Pero in the end, pag lumalaki yung brand, kailangan mo rin mag-earn ng money. So you have to move your stocks. So ito yung crossroads na sinasabi ni Ben kay Bobby. Yeah, so so for those for those uh, brand, you know, just newly found brand uh, founders, how, how would I, yeah, right? Uh, or new, uh, uh, fresh, fresh founders, you know, just just the fresh brand makers. Uh, we have a certain feeling of like this is just a passion project, or or like a certain feeling of this is just a like my creative uh, out outlet. You know, that's what Bobby felt. That's what Bobby experienced uh, back then when when they were built, starting to build uh, the hundreds, and. That's uh, he feels bad that Ben was telling him that we have to 
uh, level up. Like we have to get more. Yeah, we have to go mainstream. Basically, thanks, Bong. Uh, so Bobby was really, you know, iffy about it. And to be honest, like I kind of relate that. I I can I'm I can relate. Uh, kind of. Uh, through from from Bobby, not Ben, because I'm not the business guy. Uh, back then, when I used to have a brand, so I felt like I can't I can't proceed. I mean, I felt like this is my personal thing that I I didn't I didn't want any uh, I didn't want any like random random guys or random people who like trying to hate on my on my dream and shit like that. So like I trying to I trying to keep I I was trying to keep the brand on my own like as if this is just my own canvas. So yeah, uh, this was like a fight. Uh, this was like a fight of Bobby and Ben. Their their first ever major fight. Uh, Bobby even Bobby hundreds even uh, walked out of their office and told told them told Bob told Ben that bro this is bullshit like. You're you're going off the you're you're going off the curb already. This is not what it's all about. Uh, the hundreds is all about community. The hundreds is all about culture. The hundreds is all about the youth uh, of what they believe in and shit like that. And Ben was and Ben hundreds was like, dude, you keep you keep saying that, but at the end of the day, if you, if you just keep like keeping your your passion project in just one corner of the street. You're not gonna grow, and your business is not gonna survive. And also, your business will never become a business. You know what I'm talking about? So I'm just gonna continue the the quote. The hard reality was that as much as I fancied the hundred as a small time creative project, it was a business. Uh, Bobby told uh, Bobby, and I quote, "And the profit of a business is to make money, to sell for profit, and to keep the ball in the air for as long as possible. That's capitalism, folks." You know, as Bobby quoted. Uh, what's up with that, Bong? Uh, this was the time that Ben was proposing mall distribution for uh, what's the name of the mall again? Uh, Seagull? Red, Red Seagull, Seagull, right? Red Seagull, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they needed money uh, for uh, for operation operations and finance because they're they're getting big, right? And then, um, oh, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Let, let me cut you there. Uh, Fred Siegel was their was their parang uh, uh, first store. That's that wasn't the issue there. The issue on uh, at this time was there are already yeah they want Ben wanted to go to Zoomies. Ben wanted to yeah, go to wholesalers and to the, uh, to the malls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, go go ahead. Yeah. So Ben was proposing a distribution channel for the hundreds. It also means that the brand will be labeled as a sellout. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Like Derek from Ohio, some kids don't really appreciate it when your brand goes commercial. It is shifting from exclusivity to inclusivity. So there. So uh, for, uh, this at this stage, some brands. This is for some brands. This is a make or break situation. So, kung shift ka to inclusivity, which is commercial gana, main, mainstream gana. So yeah, sell out gana. That's that means more money for you. Pero Yung exclusivity mo, yung community mo, tarnish na yung relationship mo with your with your community, right? So there. So it's between maintaining the brand integrity and earning money. So 
there's no perfect formula, but you, you know, you must strike the perfect balance between the two. That's perfect, right? Uh, I really wanted to, uh, to uh, I really wanted Bong to elaborate on the like the business side of it, or like, are you gonna choose to just maintain it as a like a creative outlet? Like it, it's it, it depends on you guys. Uh, uh, do I like, for example, this podcast? Like, do I just man- maintain it as like a like a hobby of mine, or like what's what's my plan here? Like, do I do I distribute my my show to like uh to uh to like this platform? Like, while I record, I'm doing the live session, you know. So like all that stuff, you can really you re- uh, you can really a- you can actually apply the style uh that Ben Hundreds was uh was trying to portray to Bobby is that yeah it's been it has been a pro uh passion project but at the end of the day dude if you wanna if you wanna be successful with your own with your own creative outlet you're gonna have to you're gonna have to quote unquote sell out you're gonna have to distribute whatever the whatever uh product you have whether it's a podcast whether it's a a merch well, it it doesn't matter. You have to distribute as much as possible. Distribute your your stuff as much as possible. So that's the you know that's the lesson there. Don't be too don't be too dramatic with your stuff. Okay. Uh, all right. Here we go. Next quote. So, uh, Bobby says, "I quote: Think of the way a presidential candidate campaigns. Uh, breakfast in breakfast in small town diners. Talks in." Uh, talks in uh, town halls and meet and greet in family backyards. There is no shortcut to people's heart. There is no viral craze that will convince your audience overnight. The routes are long and onerous, but warm handshakes and baby photos win elections. Bo- uh, Bong. Well, for me, uh, for this part, uh, connecting with people goes a long way. So like Bobby told uh, on the book na people over product siya. so connection connecting with people talaga yung way niya because you'll never know parang uh, yung history naman yung actually yung history ng streetwear yung history ng fashion through him uh, he learned lang through friends through connect uh, through connecting with people right? Right, right so he always mentions a book na lagi siyang may meeting with someone tas lagi niya din describe kung how the, their meeting went tas kung paano niya enjoy lahat yung small things when Talking with people. Yeah. Another point padon is uh, Bobby was saying you can't win an election if you're not get uh, if you're not doing the warm handshakes or like or like uh, sending out your baby photos. It means like uh, your cute photos, things like that. So like uh, my 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 understanding there is you're gonna have to up your game in in terms of like promoting your stuff. You can't just you can't just sit there and believe in your brand. You can't just do that. You have to you have to put out put out your your product out there. You can't be cool without doing nothing. That yeah, that's a good point. You are cool, like you are cool as a person with uh from your friends, by your friends or or by your parents, but it's not going to be as cool as like the hundreds and things like that if you don't make an effort on promoting your brand to to everywhere, everywhere like Instagram, Facebook, physically, you know, it doesn't uh, it doesn't matter as long as you do your warm handshakes and send out your baby photos and all that shit. All right, that's pretty much it. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, next. Um, 
So this is one of we're actually our favorite part, uh, both of us. Bro. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. Let me let me just uh let me just uh, give give you guys a background on before I before I mention this uh quote. Um. So there was a time that uh there there were three of them uh who were managing the hundreds. Uh, confirm ba uh Bong if he was the cousin. It's, it's, it's Ben's cousin. Ben's cousin. Okay. So Ben's cousin, Ben Hundred's cousin, uh was one of one of the co-founders uh when, when they started the hundreds. And and their cousin was like so that was the like first two years, something like that, or first or first year even. So it the, the conversation went like, dude, uh Ben, Bobby, I can't really do this anymore because it's not really sustaining my life. Like I have to work, I have to work and shit because this is not really sustaining my life, and and things go south as uh, to the point that like Bobby was like super upset, and he I don't know what's with Bobby, but he likes to walk out. So Bobby walked out uh, of the ho- of the house where they talked to, and you know, Bobby was really devastated. Like shit, like the hundreds is haven't started yet, and it's falling apart already. And and Bobby was so down, and he felt like okay, like this is the end, and shit like that. And and Ben, uh, which was a co-founder, uh, Bobby was the real founder. Right? Well, they're both founders, but Bobby was the how do you main founder? <laughs> yeah, um, the brainchild of the brainchild, brainchild. Yeah, yeah, perfect, perfect. So Bo- Bobby was the brainchild, but brainchild, but he felt like this this is fucked up already. And so Ben was came out of came out of the where they talked uh, where they uh, talked and ran ran to Bobby and he he was like Bob wait I want you to know that I'm committed to this company I don't know where your head is at but all I see is the hundreds now there's nothing else for me I love doing this and I'm in I don't have another choice either that's that's so cool for that's so cool for for Ben to. To, to tell that to Bobby, knowing that Bobby was the brainchild and Ben was like just a number two guy for the hundreds. But Bobby was, Bobby was actually surprised that Ben was invested like he is with the brand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that that was the start that Bobby realized that okay, I really have a partner here. Because they both felt like they have they have no other choice, right? So I hope I hope everybody who's listening like can really relate to that uh, scenario that you feel even if now like are you guys like uh, experiencing like if you're if you guys are doing the pat your passion projects are you guys feeling like I have no other choice but to do but to do uh, do this right so that that was a you know that was a stepping stone where Bobby and Ben was you know uh, Bobby and Ben founded their real partnership. So yeah, me me saying about Bong. Cool. So, parang for people na having like passion projects. So may time na parang isipin niya na you have day jobs, in a corporate job. Tapos you have pe, uh, no, uh, passion projects. Tapos may time na isipin niya na should I give this up or should I continue or should I give up my work or there. So kailangan pagisipan yung mabuti. Pero well, mamaya i may part na sasabihin dito kung yung yung time na, na <coughs> mamimili ka between the two go 
right. Next na. So next one. Uh, so this was this is a really interesting story from the book. Uh, from actually from the hundreds story. So this was uh, you know they're getting big already. Uh, th- this time uh, before I before I mention this quote. All right. So uh, I quote: the fact that a big corporation like this was billing attorneys attorney fees to placate two streetwear kids with a t-shirt line showed that they were worried. Bobby on American Eagle copying Adam Bomb. So, uh, gusto mo ikaw nito mo, Bong? Ikaw na. Mas gusto. Mas ano yung detailed story nila? All right, all right. So, okay, here we go. This was really interesting because uh, th- uh, this was a time that uh, the hundreds was kind of big already, kind of big. Uh, Bobby, th- their their style of selling back then was, uh, you know, to uh, to be honest, there were. One of one of the first brand, uh, the hundreds was one of the first brands who started doing e-commerce from the get-go. So, so the their style of selling is like if they're uh, when they launch a, a collection, uh, Bobby is gonna write something about that collection, a story, a real story about a community and shit like that, and then they will launch the collection. So Bobby gained Bobby gained millions of followers uh, because of that. So millions of people are listening or, or are reading his blogs from the from the hundreds website. All right. So okay, I I quoted this because uh, Bobby said the fact that a big corporation like this was billing attorney fees to placate the two streetwear kids. Uh, this was a time that uh, American Eagle copied Bob uh, the hundreds logo on their boxers. Tama ba boxers, Bong? Was that right? I have. I have the photo, bro. Oh shit! Okay, show show to everybody. Yeah. What? Yeah. There you go. For real? Yen yung itsura? Yeah. Yeah. Look. Wow. Shambuha, pero close, super close. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. All right. So for for everybody who doesn't know, that's you know, uh, the hundreds logo is like a well mascot is like a bomb that's about to explode. All right. So American Eagle uh, produced that shorts uh, and actually uh, sold it. Uh, in their stores and bobby and ben was like oh, oh, oh sorry they knew uh I, I want i'm gonna tell you how they knew about it so one of their one of their um what do you call this one of their uh supporters yeah supporters just told them uh dude uh congrats on the on your collaboration with with uh american eagle and 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 bob and bobby and ben was like Wait, wait, wait a minute. We did, we didn't fucking collaborated with them. That wasn't. Uh, they're not. They're they're not our brand. Uh, uh, they're not related to our brand branding. That that wasn't. That wasn't. I, I'm not quoting, but that was like the feel of what they're saying. All right. So yeah. Uh, so it came to the point that they had to sue American Eagle, knowing that it's American Eagle back then. It's kind of big. Well, it's one of the biggest. And the hundreds is like they're just starting yet. Start up. Startup, but they're, they're already like a good good business already. But you know, American Eagle was bigger than them, and then yeah, so they sued they sued American Eagle uh, for copying for copying the logo, and American Eagle was like big being a being a big big boys to them, you know, uh, something like uh, offering them money like we're gonna pay you this, you're gonna let us you're gonna let us um, sell sell these. And you know it's it's a good opportunity for you guys to like be exp- uh, get ex- uh, get exposure and shit like that, and uh, and then we're gonna call you back again. 
So that's how they treated Bobby and Ben. As if like, you guys are little boys. You guys are little kids. <laughs> you know? May uh, I uh, elaborate on But eventually, uh, Ben and Bobby won the case, right? Yeah. And then uh, um, the hundreds, um, well, they coded us a PR nightmare for, uh, no, for American Eagle Outfitters. And then both parties agreed to donate the remaining 20,000 pairs of boxers, that same boxers, to a charity in Africa. But oh. then at the end, yeah, in the end, uh, American Eagle did not admit the wrongdoing they did for, for the hundreds. Yeah, but they, they, they canceled the suing shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I just want to elaborate more on that. Um, so Bobby was like, so American Eagle was kind of winning already. For for the for that specific situation, okay, uh, I can't really like tell the detailed story, but so let's just say the uh, American Eagle was already winning on taking the taking the the Adam Bomb logo, and Bobby was like, okay, okay, Ben, let's just hang up the phone for a bit, and I'm gonna talk to you. So Bobby was like that, and Bobby told Ben, dude, we have not we got nothing to lose. We're just kids here. We're the hundreds and no one knows about us. But I have millions of followers who's reading my, my blog every, every fucking day. So Bobby was like, I'm going to threaten them. Uh, I'm, uh, no, Bobby had already, uh, uh, Bobby had already uh, like a, a complete written out uh, threat. Well, not a threat, a blog about American Eagle copying them and shit like that. So, so and then they called back uh, American Eagle. And Bobby was like, okay, since since blah blah blah, you you're 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 about to win this case. What I'm what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna post this blog about you guys being a co- uh, a copy machine <laughs> of of that of that logo, and millions of people will will run along with us, and you guys are gonna look like shit. That's not the exact words, but that that was like the situation. So it, it was kind of big, and yeah, and yeah, bo- and just bo- Bong just told everybody what happened after that. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Uh, sobrang eye opening yun. That's pretty cool. Okay, okay. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. So, all right. This is. Uh, I wanna. I want to just go back a little bit. Uh, before American Eagle suing and shit like that. Uh, there was. This was the time. Uh, that Bobby and Ben were just starting out uh, again. Uh, so they they made a hoodie that has. Do you have a photo of that? No. Yeah, I have one. What the fuck? Okay, just show everybody the photo. You you came out you came out ready, dude. Okay. Yeah, man. This one. Oh yeah. So that's the Paisley hoodie. Uh, is that specifically for the hundreds or just an example of the Paisley? This this is actual shirt that sold out. Holy shit. Yeah, it's TH the hundreds. Oh. All right. Okay, yeah, yeah. So so that's what it looks like, the the hundreds hoodie. So I, I let me quote let me quote first and then I'm going to talk uh, we're going to talk about the story behind it. So and I quote, "You guys sold out of those Paisley hoodies, but you oversold. I guess you blew out of the, the I guess you blew it out, out of them in the first hour they went up." So for the past five hours, you guys have been selling tens of thousands of dollars of hoodies you don't have. Misa, uh, it, uh, Misa said uh, that was girlfriend and now wife of Bobby Hundreds. Can you, uh, you want to elaborate on 
Misa telling telling Bobby that on hoodies you don't have. They they posted. Uh, it it was it was actually Ben's idea to have an all over print of a Paisley hoodie, and then they produced it. Uh, like just a few hundred pieces, and then uh, they asked sila Nick Diamonds, their friends, and they put then then they wore it, and then he posted a photo of them hanging out in the front of the shop. Tapos he posted it twelve no, twelve midnight, right? Yeah, for, midnight. for for pre-orders. Pre-orders, yeah. Yeah, then he turned off his phone. Siya. And yeah. then that's when y- yung quote mo na yung girlfriend niya is knocking on his door. Yeah, and it's yeah. like And also Ben. Bro, ben. <laughs> yeah, 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 Ben. Ben and So ben. that, that was Ben's idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Uh, let me just uh, continue on that. So, so they posted like a pre-order like, okay, you guys can pre-order this Paisley hoodie, uh, hoodie and shed. This is how much it is. You guys click this pre- pre-order. And Bobby was like, "This was the actual photo." See how weird. See how regular that is, <laughs> dude. So you know that just shows that their community is like really solid on them. You know, all right. Um. So, so Bobby was like, "Okay, I posted this. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep because that time there were just you know a bunch of kids trying to trying to sell T-shirts. That w- that was their mindset. So." Uh, he didn't know that when he wakes up uh, uh, in the morning, when he wakes up, that was a turning point of the hundreds. That was be- that it's gonna be a business already. So, so his girlfriend and Ben hundreds quickly uh, knocked on his door because the, the situation was ben, Bobby was hard sleeping and uh, he couldn't hear their calls and emails and shit like that. Uh, Misa, his girlfriend, and Ben was like. Holy shit! Holy shit! We're 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 uh, earning tens of thousands of dollars that uh, hoodies that we don't have, because they they just basically posted a a pre order that they still don't have. Uh, it's just like you know everybody else who's starting out, like not expecting anything big on yourselves, but just you know maybe I maybe uh, might as well post this. So that was the situation. Just produced like a few hundred pieces. Yeah, and the orders were like a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah that was the situation and uh long story short bobby replies bobby replies on them he was like oh my gucci and i quote that's a that's a legit quote guys oh my gucci um uh so ben screamed fuck what do we what do we do uh and then ben ben said as as often the case with ben i couldn't tell if he was mad or happy or mad that he was happy yeah, so Bobby was like, uh, these ratty kids had just made $100,000 overnight. Yeah, so basically, you know, that was like the turning point of the hundreds. Uh, for everybody, we wish that it can happen to us at some point of our lives. You know what I mean? Like, just, uh, yeah, it just shows that they, they weren't expecting it. You know, they weren't expecting all that crap. And voila, uh, but they canceled the pre-order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, uh, some of the pre-orders were canceled, and Bobby, I think, apologized in his blog that they can okay. serve everything. And, and uh, the Paisley design can uh, has been carried uh, to the brand in different colors, so they're still using it right now. It, uh, those those patterns now, in different colors. Oh, so apparently, cool. signature nashan ng hundreds. Well, you came out ready, uh, Bong. Yeah, oh. bro. <laughs> You're more ready than me. 
I'm just I'm just rambling. Okay, buti na lang. Buti na lang invite kita. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, so this is a this is a really important part of of the uh, of this episode. I hope you guys are still listening for the live and for for the audio. Uh, so I I I want to quote first. And I quote, no matter how complicated and sophisticated you uh, you believe your brand to be, you must accept the fact that number one, most of the world will never see your brand. And number two, the majority of those who do glance at it will take away one microscope, uh, one microscopic detail that will color their impression of your brand forever, Bobby says. Bong? Um, well, it's the branding. It's like the interpretation of people if uh, pag nakita nila yung branding or yeah or yung color na nag-associate sa brand mo. Yung, uh, Bobby's examples were like uh, McDonald's. So nakita mo lang doon is yung letter M, red and yellow, the clown yun associate mo sa McDonald's. So dapat meron kang strong edge sa brand mo. So tas hindi ka rin sobrang attached kasi parang iba yung interpretations ng bawat tao kung ano yung makita nila sa brand mo. Yeah. Kumbaga parang first impression sa brand mo, yun yung magsistay. Mm-hmm. Uh, examples yan, parang sa ibang brands, pag streetwear, syempre parang yung, yung diagonal lines ng off-white. So, automatic off-white yun, black and white. Doon mo siya ma-associate, ba? For other brands, yung Supreme, box logo, box lang na red, may small text, Supreme. Yun na yung maalala mo doon, di ba? Ano pa ba? Um... Yan, yun yung mga yung, yung swoosh, syempre, Nike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, di ba? So, parang kahit Kahit ano gawin mo, yun na yung, kung may ito lang yung swoosh, parang meron na siyang um, na-associate mo na, na parang shit, premium to or ito yung top of the line na na sporting goods or whatever. Yan. So, ganun. Yun, may interpretation ng bawat tao na makakita ng branding mo. Yeah, so, that's really important uh, for for this part of the show. Kasi, it's just saying that, you know, keep your feet on the ground, everybody, because, like, not everyone will see your brand. Like not everyone, not everybody. Kahit, kahit the biggest brands, it's it's not known for everybody one hundred one hundred percent. All right. But the good thing is, if they glance into your brand, they will see the details. But the problem is, if you don't have the details, if you don't commit on your details, nothing will be remembered for your brand. So make sure, make sure that uh, it's not coming from me. It's coming from Bobby. Make sure that if you're if you want to make your brand, you have to you have to come up with with um with a specific detail for people to remember you. All right, yeah, that's pretty much it. What's next? What's next? All right, uh, let's move on to another quote. So Bobby says the relationship between brand and and customer flourishes when the customer feels secure that the business is secure. Uh, actually, this is one of one of the one of my favorites. Um, because Bobby was telling me specifically, well, well, not specifically, like telling everybody who read the book was, it, it was like, um, if you if you want to push through with your brand, you gotta have to like up your game more than uh, more than the others. So if, for example, like a very a very obvious example on Instagram, a lot of brands are there, right? Uh, well, not a lot, like everybody, everybody, everybody's there. On Instagram and everybody has a brand on Instagram but if you're gonna settle your brand on just Instagram it's not gonna be looking uh, legit 
to if you if you think about it because because you you're just the same with everybody if you're just starting out yeah it's fine that's fine dude but if you really want to up your game already you have to let the people know that this business is secure this business is a real legit business all right you know if you're on instagram and you're a business you kind of have you kind of look the same with everybody else so the the goal is the goal is to look more secure than them i mean right now uh there are like hundreds and hundreds of brands making instagram accounts and then selling like printed t-shirts yeah or, uh, over there know. yeah <laughs> off of instagram selling selling their merch off of instagram just like everybody else so like bobby bobby was saying that you have to make your customers feel secure and how do you make that how do you make them feel secure well you have to make your business look secure so like if it in that case you can make a website you can you can send your merch to to some influencers more this from local yeah local local shops like um merch district and oh, 1600 yeah. to name a few yeah yeah just to name a few so yeah it, that's another thing if you're not comfortable with like making a lot of content maybe you can sell your your merch it doesn't mean it doesn't have to be like if your merch is clothes or if your merch is um or it's not a merch it's not a clothes it's just business you're gonna have to uh think of ways on how to look uh, make your business look secure all right yeah so that's that's another thing all right yeah, just uh, just to just to support what Bobby says, like Bobby says, and I quote: "Many of our peer brands that refrain from wider distribution eventually lost their edge." So, yeah, that's uh, that was Bobby saying that they they have a lot of friends who are good brands back then years ago, but now only the hundreds remain because they did the right thing, which is to distribute on a wider scale. That sounded really nerdy. <laughs> Perfect example would be the um, first uh, agenda trade show event in Las Vegas, right? That he mentioned in the book. Like um, a couple of brands there, like I think LRG kasama dun, right? The big brands, and then sila yung sila yung newest, sila yung youngest brand there, and then right now. Parang recently, sila lang na iwan out of those brands na sobrang big. Since hindi sila nag, nag uh, gumawa ng distribution channels sa mga malls and e-commerce or whatever. Or by that time na naglabas sila, it's already too late. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense a lot. There are there are brands who parang, who tried to keep up, pero late na sila nag-decision na, okay, oh, na late na nila na-realize na, oh, so we do have to widen our distribution but it's too late for them because every single day it's like a baby like every single day a baby is born it's like that it's basically the same every single day a brand is born so if you're if you do not up your game as much as as fast as possible you're gonna be left behind dude so goes for every it goes for all kinds of business all right so um so we're going on a on the last quote of the show after 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 the quote, uh, there are gonna be some other stuff that I want to talk about as well. But uh, if you wanna if you wanna if you wanna stay put, if you don't have don't have to do anything, just stay with me. All right. Um, so let's let's do the last quote. This is the most important quote uh, in the world. If you guys can invite everybody, can you guys can you guys invite uh, your friends and shit like that? It's just, 
All right. If you've invested, I quote, all right, I quote, if you've invested years of your life into a brand and you, and you aren't achieving the success you'd hope for, there's no shame in letting it go and take the lessons with you. Because it's not, the, it's not about the destination. It's about starting the car and seeing where it takes you. Bong, ikaw, ano masabi muna before me? Uh, trust the process, brother. Just kidding. <laughs> well, to be honest, yeah. you know. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, 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 it's actually like that. Um, uh, for some, there uh, are mga passion projects or uh, small brands. If you're starting, syempre, super attached ka, super, syempre, baby mo siya and everything. Um, you expect mo na, syempre, uh, you're going to blow up or sasabog kayo or sisikat kayo or whatever. Or, well, pwedeng mangyari siya, pwedeng hindi. Pero, dapat alam mo if it's time to let go or not. Kasi, baka mamaya, uh, you, if you keep on holding it in uh, her, or not letting it go, parang, mas lalo siya nasisira, ikaw din kasama. So, parang ganun. You have to know na there's a time na pwede mo siyang let go, eh, let go. Tapos parang, it's the journey, sabi nga nila. So, sabi nga niya, it's a journey. So, yeah, Bobby it said. doesn't necessarily mean na if you let it go, is wala na siya. Well, nandun ka kung nasan ka ngayon dahil dun sa brand na yun. Or kung ano yung learnings mo about the brand na yun, di ba? There we go. Um, I wa- I just wanna like support Bong. What Bong says. Uh, this is my favorite. Like, uh, this is the last quote because I really I can really relate to this quote. Uh, when when Bobby said, "There's no shame in letting it go and take the lessons with you." Because you know, I start I started I had a brand. It was called it was called Free Natives. Uh, it was fi- five years ago. So like 2015. Oh, I mean five years ago I started this brand. So it was called Free Natives and uh, 2015 until 2019, and then and then the, this year I decided to maybe I should let this go because but it's kind of like it's not really o- doing okay already. So I was like, I know, I know it's hard, bro. Yeah, dude. Like I talk to everybody. I talk to everybody. I I I keep telling my friends that dude like this is really it's becoming really hard now like it's becoming really challenging now because like every i can see all my customers back then they also have their own brand already and i was like shit like do i become like proud of them or be depressed with like the brand what what's going on with the brand and shit like that and i was like i decided to all right maybe i should focus on uh myself like uh, do my projects like do my ideas under my name and not build uh, free natives already so yeah you know uh, so that that's why I can really relate to what Bobby says I'm just gonna repeat that again he says there's no shame in letting it go and take the lessons with you yeah that's you know and for everybody else you know I, I guess it's you can also relate to that like may it it could be about the, the stuff that you're doing, a business or emotional side, whatever. Yeah. That's basically it. Uh, what's next? What's next? All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the last quote. Bong, uh, since we're done, let me let me ask you. Uh, are there any stuff na I forgot you, if you want to add other stuff? Uh, let's look at the FAQs. Um... It's like we're reading a Bible. <laughs> I actually enjoy this book. Go ahead, go ahead. Ito. Itong question lang for both of us. What oh, do you okay. think 
what do you think about uh, is ano, the state of streetwear right now? That's a really good question. That's the perfect question. That's a perfect question. Um, shout out, shout out to um, to Virgil Abloh for for telling everybody that streetwear is fucking dead. It's not dead, dude. It's not dead because, uh, but you know, I I don't want to rant. So just I just want to shout out to Virgil Abloh for being such a mess on 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 stating this. Easy, but my fans, my fans, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. Bong, you go You go. What's? How can you answer that um, question? Hmm. Well, for me, ang streetwear nyan is elevated nasa. I mean, that term lang ang streetwear. Pero ngayon, um, well, part nasa. That culture sa. Ngayon hindi na. Kasi parang well, for some siya sabi nila culture sa. Subculture pa rin ang streetwear. Pero for me Right now, hindi na. Kasi parang, siya na yung next big thing. Siya na yung fashion ngayon. Well, associate mo na streetwear to equals fashion right now. So, like, yung pinag-usapan natin last time, parang yung culture is yung mga rappers, sila na yung mga creatives for other brands. Well, ngayon, uh, recently lang, or happened ba, or the other day, Yeezy, uh, ano, uh, for Gap, right? Yeah. Uh, he, he, signed, he signed a contract, a 10-year contract with Gap. Uh, Kanye West. Yeah, for me, streetwear, hindi na siya streetwear na defined before na culture, skate culture, or whatever, na rap music or punk music. Uh, right now, it's actually uh, streetwear is like the fashion industry right now. Wow, that's big. That's fucking big. Yeah. <laughs> Lahat. I mean, all, all the brands, syempre, buong big nila streetwear. Bro, 90%. Totoo yan. The the question was what's the situation right now with streetwear, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I'm gonna be very simple with it. I, I, with this, I'm gonna be very straightforward. Streetwear is now a category of fashion industry. Uh, I guess that's the simplest way of 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 uh, categ- uh telling off what streetwear is all about right now. Back then, it was supposed it, it was supposed to be like. Uh, like a culture-driven uh, group. Uh, it wasn't, to be honest, it wasn't called streetwear back then. It was called independent label. And you're in the street culture. Sub. It was a subculture. Subculture. Back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, ever since, ever since, you know, uh, people, famous people, tried to like make their own streetwear, quote unquote, brand. Now it becomes like cool for everybody. Is it good? Is it bad? For me, it's good. For me, it, to be honest, for me, the hundreds, Stussy, Supreme, A Life, um, Staple Pigeon, all those OG brands has another new opportunity on like uh, surviving again. Surviving again, dude. Uh, there are there are they are an old brand. But because of because of the new category, which is called streetwear, they can sustain themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're yeah, inventing yeah. themselves. Yeah, they can now sustain themselves, and that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool for 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 brands like them, and for for new brands for new brands who wants to try out this cat this category of what I mentioned, which is called streetwear. It's gonna be so easy for you guys to sell, to be honest, because because brand uh, people are interested on finding new brands every single day you know so yeah 
to be to be straightforward, streetwear. The situation today of streetwear is, it's now a category of fashion. So there's like, what are the categories? There's like high end, uh, high fashion, luxury, yeah. Yeah, luxury, and blah blah blah. And there's streetwear. So that's like that's part of it now uh, in our lives. It's not gonna be, it's not gonna die soon. I don't and I don't know if it's gonna die. Partner in streetwear ng ng high fashion, shaka lux, kasi Supreme and Louis Vuitton. Partner in siya, Prada. Yeah. Diba? So uh, slightly half ano na rin siya, partner in ng luxury. I mean, luxury brand na rin ibang streetwear. That's pretty cool. Alright, um I I think that's a perfect way uh on ending the like the audio show, but we can continue on the live show. I mean me or if I'm joined. Um I just to just to close just to close the pot the audio show, dude. Uh, thank you for supporting this episode. This is this is probably one of my favorite episodes because I tried doing live show at the same time while while doing rec- uh, while recording this um episode. Uh, think I hope you guys learned something. Yeah, that's an important thing. That's a really important thing. Uh, I know I know I ramble a lot. I know I I I, I say random shit, but I hope you guys learn a lot today. So yeah, uh, Bong, thanks thanks for for being there. Uh, today yeah anything you wanna anything you wanna all good all right um thanks everybody for listening uh for the next show i'm i'm probably gonna uh mention that on instagram and you guys can like be keep staying updated on instagram just you can you guys can dm me if you guys have any questions with whatever it is regarding the podcast and things like that you just can you can dm me or email me Everybody, everything you can, you can see everything, all my details on Instagram and shit like that. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys got inspired. And if you want to know more about the show, go visit me on Instagram. All those good stuff are linked on the description below. And you may find more episodes on Spotify and iTunes podcast or overcast and many more. This podcast is powered by Anchor FM. Check them out if you want to create your own podcast and other audio related. All right, see ya.